Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Ah, good morning. Thursday morning. We are here. I'll wait for everyone to tune in. Welcome to the Think Inspired podcast, the number one podcast in the world. Well, not yet, but will be. <laughs> um, all things inspiration, but today's not too much to do with inspiration, but I'm going to put my coaching hat on today and tell you some a little bit of science, a bit of storytelling, um, a little bit more about why it's so important to track what you're eating. Um, something, this topic I'm really passionate about because before before tracking my food, I would have very, very inconsistent results when it came to my weight, um, how I felt as well. Like the relationship between food and the way you feel, they kind of go really hand in hand. I mean, like if you ever look back during a period of your life where you're eating a lot of crappy food, you usually feel, you don't usually feel that great. And like the old saying goes, you are what you eat, right? So we'll touch into that today. But before we do, what up, Taryn? What up, Tammy? You guys don't miss, you guys don't miss a podcast. Um, before we go over that, there's a few wins. I like to share wins every morning because of whoever listens to my podcast and even for me sharing my students' wins are one of my highlights for the day because I get to like spread positive um, real-life stories that inspire others. So firstly, um, I got a message on my um, my Trainerize app today. This is where my clients do my check-ins. And um, someone that I used to work with at McDonald's messaged me and said to me, hey, Pat, like, and it's on my Instagram stories. Hey, Pat, like I just did a, I just did a walk or a run and what, like before when I used to do this walk and run, it would take me like X amount of time. I just half the time. And just something like that, it doesn't have to be like, I, I know like if you see my stories um, and the results that we produce, it looks really cool because people are losing weight, which is what well, everybody wants like more money. Everybody wants to lose more weight. Everybody like numbers are cool, right? It shows a sign of progress, but not just that. Like it's the little things. And these little things are little personal wins that I feel like are just as important, if not more impactful in the long run, because you are actually the fittest version of you. I mean, I had a conversation with my student, George, yesterday. We had we did a podcast about his transformation journey. And before he started with me, he never trained in the gym before. And he was, you know, when you first go to a club or when you first go visit I don't know I don't know your significant others parents or you go on the date on a date for the first time you get that butterfly feeling of like is he watching me is she watching me what are people thinking because it's a new environment right so that's how George felt when he first entered the gym and he started working out um but then when he when I gave him a game plan of like okay this is the exercises you need to do this is the form this is the technique um, this is what you should be eating. All of a sudden, the anxiety of like not knowing what to do and worrying about what other people think kind of goes away. You kind of you get more focus, right? Tat, yeah, it, it was tat. <laughs> you said it, Tammy. Yep. Um, and 
Yeah, so that George's biggest win was like he he learned how to exercise. He learned how to eat for his body type. And we took out the guesswork, which is so cool. Um, I got another message today. This morning was so overwhelming. Uh, it was really cool. Um, Aliki, one of our students uh, who is in our dream team, she messaged me. She's like, oh, I'm a few grams away from losing my 10 kilos because <laughs> she joined like about a month, about a month and a bit ago. And she's like, oh, I want to lose 10 kilograms. And uh, she's almost there. She's like a few grams away, and which is like a milestone. I mean, you should celebrate all your milestones, like every every step of the way. I mean, we're kind of funny. Like, uh, I'm like this too. Like, every time I have a win, I want to share it because it allows me to feel good when I share it with people that celebrate me. And that's not an ego thing. It's more like a, you want to create a winning culture. Um, so I always tell my students to celebrate the wins, share their wins all the time because you want more. Like you can, like this life of wins in your fitness journey is available to you and it's right there. You, but the only thing is if you don't utilize it, you don't receive it. All right. So, um, it's kind of like this, you ever give a present to someone, um, and you, you really like value this person and you give them a present and they don't really receive it wholeheartedly. They're like that. Maybe they had a bad day or whatever. They have some beef with you. And like, they don't really receive it. They, they, they take your gift, but they don't really receive it. How do you feel? You don't feel that great. Um, I know that like when I give out gifts or when I receive gifts, when someone gives me a gift, I wholeheartedly receive it. I'm in the moment. I just really fucking appreciative, like in detail. Like next time someone gives you a gift, try this little, little hack. Um, receive the gift, but look them in the eye and tell them how much you appreciate it and why. And I realize when it comes to receiving compliments or what, like be specific, the more specific you get, the better it is. So that's even with wins. Like, you know, Aliki has just joined right now. Congratulations on that 10 kilograms. It's already there. <laughs> I'm actually learned a little, another little hack that I learned from my mentor yesterday. Um, what did I learn? It was about you every day you need to practice lying, lying about your future self. And I was like, what? <laughs> Let me repeat that. I was like, what are you talking about, man? It was. It took me a while to wrap my head around it, but it, it kind of like, it kind of stopped me in my tracks in a point where I had to like really sit and think about what, what the hell was this line? He said, you need to lie about your future self. I'm like, I, I, you have to explain this to me, dude. And they, and he said, um, well, if you lie about all the negative things about why you're not good enough, how you're never going to get, to your dream goals, how um, things are always going to behave like it is. That's a lie. And I'm like, I see where you're going here. <laughs> and then he said, well, if you want success, you have to lie about your future self every day. Like, and I talked about affirmations yesterday about like, I will write up every morning. I am abundant in my health, wealth, and fitness. I am a leader. I am a force for good. I am empathetic. Like all these things I'll write out, I am, I am. And it kind of shapes my brain in a way where I don't feel like the majority of people. I feel like I don't. I feel very separated from lots of people, but also very aligned at the same time. I mean, before when I felt like at the start of the year when I was out, when Melbourne was open, I was like socializing a lot more. I was around so many people and I would just be around people, right? And But the problem is I didn't, I wasn't centered. I was agreeing to everyone and anything just to fit in, but then I lost my way. But now like I, I'm affirming who I want to become every day 
And now I get to like celebrate my success and celebrate my life with people that I actually want to celebrate it with, which is really, really cool. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, lying about your future self really hit hard for me because I'm like, the term lying doesn't sound that great to me, but we all lie to each other. We all lie any every, every day anyway, like to tell you the truth. You lie about how you're not good enough. You lie about how um, like all, all your losses, you lie about, you fabricate stories about yourself that aren't even real. Like you'll blow up a little problem that you had into massive proportion because that's what the ego does. So that's a whole other thing. Um, tonight, we got level two hit training with our commander, Jose. Um, we had a record on Tuesday. So level one, we had like 12, 13 people attend. Um, let's see if we can get to 15. You know, we started this hit training on Zoom, um, I would say a few months ago. And if you go back, that we used to do it on a Facebook Live and we had like one person attend. It was like me and, and Taryn and um, and Jose. And we were just be, we were there for like two weeks doing these training sessions. And we're like, in my head, I'm like, look, I, I have, I'm optimistic that it won't always be like two or three people. Uh, and like, it's the leaders in our team. So I know they, they will join because they have loyalty in their blood. And I get that, but it would be good to have like our new students join in and like participate. So looking back now, we went from like, one or two people in these group sessions to like 13, like it's growing every week. Um, and it just feeds the culture and community that we have, which is, you know, be the best version of you, be yourself. Because like, that's something that really hits home for me. Like imagine you can be yourself every day and be celebrated for that. I mean, talk about winning culture. I had to let that, I had to pause, let that sink in. Okay. So um, there's so much benefits to hit training as well. I mean, you get fit, um, you just follow the system. You try to stay alive the whole way through. You burn at least 400 calories in the workout um, and you feel amazing because it releases natural endorphins that make you feel good. And you don't need access to a gym to do it as well. So there's too many benefits for you not to do at least two of those a week. Okay, let's segue into the actual topic for today. The number one reason why you need to track what you're eating. Okay, cool. Um, it's storytelling time, guys. <laughs> so a few years ago, I've done a few nutrition courses and the first one I did kind of changed my life. I didn't understand, I never went to uh, school in terms of like, um, like I, I never learned about sport science. I never learned about nutrition. So I heard about this course called Metabolic Precision. And when I was an up and coming PT, I knew that the biggest thing I was lacking wasn't motivation or training advice. It was more like to do with, uh, the diet and like how everyone's different, uh, but also everyone's so similar at the same time. And I didn't know how to program people when it came to like what they should be eating. So I did a course to like um, make up for that weakness. And I did this course and I, I learned so much in this course. I was like, whoa, this guy has like, he's a scientist. He has, his name is Paul Krim. Um, and the course is called Metabolic Precision for those who are interested. It, when I joined like five, six years ago, it was really, 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 really popular. Now, um, it's not as popular. Obviously, the industry has changed so much since then. So, you won't find much about it. But like back in the day when I was in it, it was like the coolest thing. Hey, guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30-year-olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. I learned from like day one that everything I thought about nutrition, like it was completely wrong. And 
it's so important to be in a room or in a conversation where you're the dumbest person in the room because you you learn and it was really really cool to like just be a student and just learn because i've spent so much time being a leader and coaching people that it's so important for me to be a student and like get my notepad out get my pen out and just fucking study so i learned about this course and they were talking to the first thing he said was hey like just before i get into the numbers of calories and all this stuff just so you know like i'm a scientist and i did so many studies on like human anatomy and metabolism and i'll tell you one thing a lot of it is true but a lot of it doesn't matter to the general population who are trying to lose weight and i'm like hmm, what does that mean and he told me all all food choices are emotional and all humans have emotion and i'm like okay and as he was talking to me, well, obviously there's two things going on in my mind. I'm like, okay, this makes sense because he's talking to personal trainers, personal trainers and coaches and online fitness coaches. They all have clients and you have to relate to them on a personal emotional level. Otherwise, like numbers are numbers. You can find numbers anywhere. You can find a diet plan anywhere you go online. But if you can't connect with someone on an emotional level, um, it's going to be hard for them to follow anything. So that being said, that made so much sense to me. And then I learned another thing. He said, all food choices are emotional. Ask anyone who's put on lots of weight, <clears throat> why do they eat so much food? And why they're, they're full, but they're eating. They're unconscious. They're unconsciously eating. Why? Because it serves an emotion. So say they're bored. Say they're angry. Say they're upset. Say they're heartbroken. Say they're super stressed. Say cortisol's through the roof. They use food as the tool to make them feel better. And that's why they're overweight. And I'm like, yeah, I actually see that a lot. And I've had that happen to me. <laughs> and um, this makes sense. And then he said, well, what we actually have to do before we teach our students or, and I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of students who are listening right now. And there's a method behind the madness. I just don't overwhelm you with the numbers because you don't need to know these things unless you want to reach out and understand why I give you certain numbers the way I do. And I give you your meal plans the way I programmer is because of all the background work I've done over the last nine years. And I realized a few things, habits, without habits, you can't actually get someone to change. And any drastic changes that do happen, they will, if you actually care about an individual, you have to understand that this is a process. It's going to take some time. And <clears throat> whether someone loses 10, 20 or 30 kilograms in a short amount of time, that is not actually Although you can celebrate that, it's not actually um, a formula for success. If you talk about one of the number one principles that I um, I have in my community is sustainability. So that plays a big part in everything that we do. How sustainable is what you're doing right now? And I had a conversation with someone who's watching this right now. I said, look, you can do all this all the time, but you can't keep this going. Like, it's just not going to happen. So we, we had a conversation and we're, we're going to pivot on that. Um, but some people need to go through what they need to go through to understand that it's not a bad thing. You can do these cool challenges, which is great, but um, the ultimate target is this. So we need to have a sustainable approach. And maybe the realistic time frame of you achieving your goal, maybe we have to like, you know, have a real conversation of like, this might take a lot longer. This will take a lot longer. Are you cool with that? And most people are because they, um, I have a culture where it's a lifestyle. It's not something that, like I'm trying to compete and be on a bodybuilding stage doesn't mean you guys are. So there's a difference there. So you don't have to go through drastic things that a lot of competitors, competitors or athletes, the people that you see on Instagram, most of them are like, to tell you the truth, they've got a photo shoot coming up. 
they look freaking amazing for that day because they probably cut water out of their diet for like five days and they have no water in their body. And, and when it comes to muscle, um, your muscle holds about 70% of water. So you're going to look really, 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 really freaking lean um, if you're not going to have any water weight leading up to your photo shoot. So all those photos you see are just for a day or two. And maybe they binge eat afterwards. Who knows? There's there's too many untold stories on, on online for you to like compare yourself to others. So it's not a really good metric. Okay, so um, back to my point of habits. <clears throat> if you're not sleeping like at least six hours a day minimum, if you're not drinking at least two and a half liters of water, if you're not increasing fiber intake, if you're not satiated, meaning you're not full after what you're eating, if you don't have consistency with the quantity and variety amount of food that you're having on a weekly basis, if you don't have enough omega-3 in your diet, diet to make sure you have healthy inflammation in your body, if you don't have enough protein to um, give yourself the best chance to increase protein synthesis, which means putting um, retaining as much muscle as possible throughout your workouts, um, all these things, if you're not, if you don't have these habits in place for a long period of time, it's going to be very hard to sustain what the results. So I learned that habits, are more important, if not the most important when it comes to tracking your food. Okay. So <clears throat> when you learn to track food guys, um, you learn about flexibility as well. So, and I'll, I'll pretty much anyone that's new to, listening to me or who are not in my program. So what I do with my students, I, I give them a meal plan to start off with because lots of my students don't know anything about nutrition. Um, so I just give them a meal plan based on like their metabolic rate, their activity levels, what their goals are. They follow the meal plan after a few weeks and depending on their adherence, I give them advanced training. So I'll, I'll teach them how to use like my fitness pal, how to count their proteins, their carbs, their fats, how to enjoy their favorite foods and keep it sustainable. Um, so I do all that right. And then they learn. They, they freaking learn so much from doing that. Because like as much as I'm an online coach, I am also an educator. So I want people to understand why their body is changing as well. So who doesn't like education and nutrition? Like why is their body changing? Why are they getting leaner? Why am I putting on weight? Why am I losing weight? But that there's a process to it. You don't need to understand that right now. You've got to get the results. Then you'll understand, okay? Because consistent results needs consistent action, okay? And consistent results are not vol vol volatile results, okay? So volatile results is losing lots of weight or gaining heaps of weight, which will also lead to inconsist inconsistent patterns, which ultimately lead to failure. Let me repeat that again. Volatile results, meaning like drastic weight loss, will often... And lots of programs are out there that will promote like 800 calorie diets, 600 calorie diets. You'll lose a lot of weight, but then you'll put it back on. You'll put it back on. So you might feel good temporarily. Um, that will lead to very inconsistent patterns of behavior and habits, which will ultimately lead to failure. And then you'll have to start restart this process again. So what can you do? So if you're listening right now and you've, um, it's a big podcast, but if you're listening and you want to like have, success, then you got to start tracking what you're eating. If, if you're a student of mine, then I'm already doing that for you. But if you're new to this, put it this way, right? <clears throat> if you're saving up for a holiday, how much money do you need to save up for a freaking holiday? Are you going to just take your credit card out and just pay for the whole thing and come back miserable? No, like you probably need to put a budget aside for this holiday. 
if you're saving up for a car, like your dream car or just any car, if you get started, like you just got your license, you need to buy a car. Like how much money do you need to put aside for that loan? Like every week, a mortgage, like how much money do you need to put aside for your mortgage? Like that's pretty important, right? Getting a promotion at a job that you've been a part of for a while, how much extra hours do you need to put in to outshine all your other colleagues? Say your job is performance-based. How, what type of results do you need to produce for you to get that job promotion? Cool. So everything needs to be tracked, right? Because performance, if it's not tracked, how can you measure it? The same thing with uh, body composition. If you want to get leaner and lose weight and lose body fat, like what systems and what tools do you have to track that with? If your training is the same as it was last week, what makes you think you're going to get better? How do you know this? Like, how, how do you know that you're getting better without any systems to track this? So that's why it's important to like track everything. And I get all my students to learn how to track because if you, if you track your budgeting system when it comes to uh, a car, um, a holiday or a mortgage, well, you best believe you need to track your numbers when it comes to losing weight. Cool. Does that make sense? Like, are you guys following? Let me know if this resonates with you and um, what your biggest takeaways are. If you're watching this in the replay, just hashtag replay so I know who's watching it. Or just tell me what your biggest takeaway is. Cool. So biggest thing is I would suggest as someone that's been doing this for a while, um, follow a meal plan long enough to be consistent. Once you get consistent results and you want to understand more, well, then what happens when you follow a meal plan, you kind of remove emotion. You remove emotion towards food. And Ange, who's one of our students, pretty much follows my meal plan to a T mentions to me, Hey, I've been following your plan for a while. I'm not bored of it. <laughs> like I thought I'd get bored, but like I actually enjoy what I'm doing. And then the conversation after that was like, do you want to learn about how you could do flexible dieting and like eat whatever you want and still get great results? That's the next conversation we're going to have. Some people aren't at that level yet. And I only coach at your level. So there's different phases to a fitness journey. I know what phase you're in and I wouldn't teach you level five if you're a level one. I wouldn't teach a level seven student level one stuff. I wouldn't teach a level two student level 10 stuff. I wouldn't teach like a level zero student level 10 stuff. I don't, I teach where you're at <clears throat> and what works for someone else doesn't necessarily mean it works for you. That's why it's very important that you don't follow a cookie cutter system. That's like, this plan works for everyone. No, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie and don't follow these Instagram influencers that have a million subscribers that sell you this $80 program that's oh, going to help everyone. I mean, they're, they're influencers for a reason. They want to influence you to buy their products and they have no like conversation with you throughout the whole process and you feel lonely and not supported. And that, that makes me sick. So my mission in our dream team community is to make you feel supported 24 seven. Like we're always there. You never feel like you're alone. So that's pretty much it guys. If you got heaps of value from that, let me know. Um, pretty passionate about this subject. You, you need to track your food. You gotta, you, if you don't, then you can't measure success. And that's pretty much it. Um, that is it. Have the best day ever. If you do one thing today, just write down what you've eaten today. I guarantee you, if you don't have a diet plan right now or you don't know what to do when, when it comes to eating, write out everything you're eating right now. Just write it out and before you go to bed, look at it. And would you say this is going to be good for where you're trying to go with your health and fitness journey? And some of you guys already know the answers, but sometimes you don't want to address it. And the longer you don't address a problem, the bigger the problem gets. Boom. I'm going to leave it there. All right, guys, have the best day ever. That's it for me.
Hope you got some value. Um, start your day mindfully and eat mindfully too. That's it. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.